Hey everyone, welcome to the Matt Report. This is the show where we talk to real WordPress entrepreneurs from all walks of life. Designers, developers, marketers, bloggers, authors, anyone touching WordPress and making a living with it. Uh, I'd like to get them on the show so that they can teach us how they did it, became successful, uh, and share their story with us. MattReport.com, MattReport.com slash subscribe if you want to join the newsletter. Today I'm joined by Scott Basgard. Scott, how are you? Hey Matt, how you doing? Doing good here. You are famous uh, as a Woo Ninja and most, most recently Word Sesh, uh, 24-hour live streaming WordPress marathon. Good to see you're still alive. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, uh, I'm surprised I'm not sleeping still. It was, uh, it was definitely intense. It was, uh, I think it was a huge success. I hope, I hope you and everyone else had a great time. I hope you all learned something. So I'm looking forward to the next one. I hope it's not the uh, one and only Word Sesh. I think it will be Word Sesh too. So it's going to be uh, it's exciting, That's exciting awesome. times. So, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, we'll dive more into that in a little bit. But for folks who don't know you, uh, what's the two-minute elevator pitch uh, of who Scott is and what he does? <laughs> Elevator pitch. Uh, so I guess, well, now my alter ego is Scotty B. I am a uh, support ninja over at WooThemes. Um, specifically, I deal with uh, WooCommerce support. So if you are in the uh, support world in uh, WooCommerce at WooThemes, uh, you most most likely have, have uh, uh, I guess, talked to me. I most likely have helped you with your WooCommerce problems or, or helped you with your site. So, um, Like the FedEx plugin or something like that? Yeah, maybe, maybe that one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but besides that, so before before WooThemes, so I've been at WooThemes for a year now. Um, before that, I was uh, doing some freelance work. I worked with um, Web Dev Studios. That kind of started my my WordPress career with with Brad Williams and them over at Web Dev Studios. Um, awesome guys, love them. Um, big shout out to them. Uh, and I worked with Dre Armada and uh, Tony Perez before Security. Um, they had something called Cubic Two, which was a kind of WordPress. Uh, I guess uh, shop making themes and, and custom sites. So I worked with them a little bit, um, and then I guess the other other thing I've done I've uh, organized the first WordCamp in Norway, um, WordCamp Norway 2012, and the first WordPress meetup in Norway. Um, so that's uh, so I've kind of started the. Well, I guess how I ended up here. I moved to Norway last year as well. So I'm I'm from New Jersey, but I live in Norway. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I, I, I was formulating all these questions like, how does he working with all these companies? He's in Norway. Yeah, so long, give us some long story short, is uh, out of college. I was studying computer science, got involved with WordPress, worked with them, and I met my wife here. My family's from Norway, so I had been coming here in the summer. I met my wife and kind of ditched the whole United States and <laughs> fled here, and 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 I'm here now. So, um, yeah. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about um, you know starting out with WordPress. Do you remember your uh, your first WordPress project and that aha moment that said, you know what, I think I'm going to use WordPress uh, as a freelancing career? Yeah, definitely. So, well, I, I had been making websites and stuff in uh, I don't know in high school back in maybe 2005, 2006. Um, then I that's kind of when I knew that I wanted to do programming. It wasn't specifically WordPress. I, I had been dealing with a lot of open source solutions, and um, in college, I had took a uh, a job for an entry entry level developer, um, and that ended up being. Uh, with Web Dev Studios with Brad Williams, so I didn't really. I had used WordPress before, yeah, but I wasn't like you know devoted to WordPress. Um, but Brad Williams at the time was a core contributor to WordPress, had been involved with WordCamps, and I kind of fell into the right place at the right time. So the first project uh, with Brad was for a site called the it was CorneliaMarie.com, which at the time or I guess it still is. It's a boat for uh, deadliest catch on discovery. So it was a cool project, really exciting to you know my first project out of the bat in WordPress was for 
a, a site that would be on Discovery Channel. So it was really cool. Um, and then we had we we did a lot of really really cool stuff with Brad and, and Web the Studios. A lot of cool sites. A lot of uh, interesting things. You know, everyone has kind of like their own. If it's not in the plugin repository at the time, people you know they needed stuff custom made. So we were making a lot of custom stuff that was doing a lot of cool things that you know no one had really done at the time. So it was exciting to be at that place at that time making you know stuff no one had seen before with WordPress. Um, and I felt like I was at the right place. So nice. The um, uh, what, um, a lot of freelancers when they're starting off, I always like to talk about the benefits of being a freelancer and one, having the freedom uh, of being a freelancer, working wherever you want and, and setting your own schedule. But then, of course, there's the, the drawbacks to that. Of course. Uh, but a lot of folks seem to be making that transition uh, from freelancer to working at one of these better known studios or yeah. agencies. Yeah. Um, any advice for folks that are out there that are looking to make that transition? What are the benefits for working with you know, folks like WebDev and Woo and, and things like that? Well, it's, uh, I mean, definitely it's, it's a big transition. For me, another big transition was from, from going from, uh, I kind of did freelance for a while, then I worked for, you know, for Brad and, and Dre. Kinda, it's freelance, but I kind of worked for them as well. Um, and, then, and then I went over to support, which is a whole, totally different beast. Um, but I guess uh, words of advice, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely good to, to be a part of a team um, that has kind of a well-known reputation in the community. I think that's got a lot of value to it uh, rather than trying to do it on your own. Um, I think that yeah, I think I think working together as a team and, and and involvement with the community is really important. That's kind of uh, one of the things I really appreciated working with Brad and stuff was his involvement, giving back to the community and 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 the meetups and the word camps. Um, yeah, it's it's great to to make a lot of money and do everything on your own, but you know we're all in this together. I think it's that's really what stands out about the WordPress community is it's a big team and it's uh, just to further better WordPress and and you know and you know make a living off it at the same time. So yeah, I, you said something just that right there about making a lot of money on your own, and and that's what I think a lot of I think that's really what it, what it comes down to, right? So you might say, well, my freelancer rate is a hundred and hundred bucks an hour. Let's just use that. But then when you go to work for an agency, you know, they might be charging 125 bucks an hour, but you have to make a little bit of a concession, right? So oh, you're not oh. getting paid 100 bucks an hour through, through them. Um, you know, do you think that's, that's a, a primary concern to the freelancers? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Especially, I think, with that, that kind of like entrepreneur, like start your own you know, business kind of mentality is, yeah, you're going to think that, you know, okay, people are just making a lot of money off myself. And I think that... That maybe there's there are people who do that. There are people who who kind of want to maybe want to even use you, like because uh, they'll make a lot of money off your skills. And I think that happens. So I think that's something that that you as an individual have to make a decision where you're at the right place. And if you're not at the right place, you know, then move on and, and try to find find where you'd like to be. And that's something that that kind of I had had been struggling with for a while. It was not that I didn't like where I was working or who I was working with, but I always I kind of have like this. Uh, I don't know. I mean. I always felt like I wasn't where I needed to be, um, as far as as far as me and, and whether that had been me starting my own business or not. I don't know, but uh, I think that you know there are, you know, you can you can keep moving forward. So so definitely, if if you feel like you're not in the right spot, whether that be working for a shop or by yourself, just keep moving forward until you find where you think you should be. Yeah, um, that's you no, know, that's great advice. And uh, the um, I've I've talked to a few agency owners and. You know, some of them have said like, "Hey, I make, uh, you know, off this one person at your X amount of you know average developer salary, I'm making three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars billable on top yep. of these on top of these guys." 
and I, that's always been this was early on in, in doing in doing these interviews and i always thought like you know that's i wonder how they feel about that and it's not oh. and as a business owner myself trying to run my own agency that's not a bad thing because money has to get as long as that money's getting reinvested and all of a sudden your boss isn't driving by in a lamborghini one day and you're like <laughs> how did you just get that <laughs> i just built this site and all of a sudden you're driving this car um but if money's coming back into the business and reinvesting, you're building the team, you're building products, the, the developer and, and, and the worker shouldn't have a problem with that um, because it's all, you know, all together in the, in the long run. Um, when you went from Web Dev Studios to the, um, to the guys uh, that was before Sakuri? Yeah, so actually, one thing I forgot to mention, I don't actually know a lot of people know about this, so at, uh, somewhere in between there, before I moved to Norway, um, I worked, I, I worked, well, I got a position actually, at, outside of WordCamp New York, it was uh, 2000, it was the second one, I'm not sure what year this was now, um, I had talked to a guy outside and I hadn't seen him at the previous WordCamp the previous year, and at San Francisco, just talking outside, and he asked me, he goes, Hey, um, do you want a job over at EW.com, EntertainmentWeekly.com? Uh, I'm moving to Japan, and I've seen you at the last three WordCamps. So you can take my job. Uh, so I interviewed at EW, which was at Time Inc. At, you know, it's at Time Inc. Uh, in the city, and I got the job within a week. And I worked for EW.com, which was at the time the top five or six most visited WordPress sites on WordPress.com VIP. So. I was there for about three months, and I left there because I felt I wasn't at the right place at the right time. So, um, yeah, <laughs> somewhere in between, I worked for EW.com on WordPress. Too. Wow, and so. you have you have spanned the globe. I've been around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, give folks a, a little taste of that. I mean, the first we've worked on some bigger projects with some other bigger uh, WordPress agencies. So, I've I've been uh, exposed to some of the larger corporate sites. Was it yeah, yeah. Or, or, or processes? What was it like? Was it just into the corporate wheel and you just weren't happy with that? Yeah, it was. It was, And a, a lot of people had not – I mean, it was an opportunity that I couldn't turn down. It was like you get that opportunity you have to take it. Whether you like it or not, you don't know if you're going to like it. And you'll, you'll get advice from both people. I had people tell me, you know, you're going to hate that. It's it's the corporate world. You know, it's not what you think it is. And, and maybe I should have listened to them, but I, I, I tried it. And uh, it wasn't for me. And the, the, I guess mostly the main reason was because – yeah, they were using WordPress, but it was like they didn't like it. Uh, they used it because it was the most popular thing, and it was kind of like it felt for me like it was going re in reverse. Like they started pulling stuff off WordPress, and I felt like maybe in ten years, yeah, I would make, be making good money, and and I would like I, I'd like that. But what would I have advanced in my in my career in WordPress? Would I have moved forward? And I felt like I I wasn't moving forward. I was moving backwards, yeah. working at you know for a really big company, and it was that was great, but. Would would I advance? You know, within the next five, ten years. So I didn't. I didn't think so. So I decided to to leave, and I'm. That's when I moved to Norway. So. <laughs> it, it it almost makes me think like, uh, it's almost like back right into the freelancing gig. It's like instead of having just one client that you're having issues with, now you have like a whole board of directors that yeah. have issues with, and none <laughs> exactly. of them understand anything. And they're just like, why can't you do this? And you're yeah. and you got twelve of them looking at you. Exactly. Um, and then you and then you made the transition to the guys uh, early form Sakuri. 
Yeah, so that was kind of that was kind of in between there, freelancing, moving to Norway, trying to find a job here because uh, with with visa issues, I needed to find a job that was permanent in Norway. Couldn't it couldn't be you know freelancing in the states because then I would I wouldn't be working for a company in Norway. It's complicated, but I ended up uh, in in kind of transitioning. Um, I worked for a company here and did the WordPress and WordCamp Norway thing. And then Wuthims actually one of the co-founders is from Norway, so he has a registered company in Norway, which worked out great for me because. It's probably like you know they're the, one of the number one theme companies in the WordPress community, and one of the co-founders is in Norway. So, <laughs> nice. Nice. so that's that's how I got connected with WooThemes. Yeah. So it seems that um, once you can kind of sharpen your WordPress skills, or or even as an interested developer or designer, um, with a need for WordPress folks are, are pretty great. And if you're as long as you're, you know, in that community, it seems like you can start finding these positions instead of really having to seek them out and work hard at it. Yeah, definitely. I, I think I, not that I, I'm taking away from you no, working hard. But. No, of course not. No, I, I really, I mean, I, I give, I, I, I've written a couple of blog posts about this, and I always give credit back to the community. I mean, it, it's uh, <laughs> there's no, there's no like, if that's the only secret I have, that's it. I mean, it's it's being involved and and making connections, and again, like. To be honest, I've made the most the, the most the pri- most priceless connections I've ever made were at, were at meetups and work camps and and like word session all that stuff is you make you make not only you know good friends who are interested in the same thing that you are it's people who are you know willing to work with you who are willing to find jobs for you who are you know I, I can't explain it I think it's really what separates the WordPress community from anything else it's uh, it's great and and again if if you're not involved. Uh, that's that's definitely doing it wrong. Uh, don't try to separate yourself from. It's not really. I wouldn't view it as. Yeah, they are competitors, but I wouldn't try to separate yourself from from the community because you're only hurting yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, it's that is it's great advice, and and the community is is pretty great in that regard. So you've seen a lot. You've 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 worked at many, obviously many uh, WordPress firms. Um, in the sense, you've worked at EW.com, so you saw some of that. Uh, any advice to those freelancers out there that are saying, you know what, I'm sick of the $500 project. Uh, you know, how, how do these other agencies or how, do, how can I uh, increase the value uh, of my work for people to pay me some more dollars? Yeah, so that's that's definitely a big struggle. And, and, and I feel that um, maybe even more now than, than it had been when I was kind of heavily involved with the freelancing community as well. Um, it's There's definitely, I think, a high level of, of, of even burnout. Um I don't know. It's uh, I, I think I think you have to find something. If 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 you feel like every day that you don't enjoy what you're doing, you need to make you need to make some kind of change. And 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 whether that be, uh, I know clients aren't always the easiest people to work with. And 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 I I, I don't necessarily like I don't make now for Wuthiums. I don't make sites for people. Uh, we have a product that we support and people buy it. So it's kind of. It's it's different in a way, but I still deal with with that same feeling of like oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so and, and as far as I mean, making more money, uh, that's that's the end goal. So, uh, what, what, I'm trying to think of some advice. Yeah, for do that. you think? Do you think? Let's put it. Let's look at it this way. Do you think over time, since you've started with WordPress, that the barrier to entry has been has been brought down? so low that it's so easy for somebody to call themselves a, a developer or a designer they can grab wordpress install it yeah i think it's easy for people to say that but i think it's very easy to weed those people out as well okay you know, i i think that uh 
What's one, Again, what's one thing that you think shines out from the from the fakers that are out there, the posers? <laughs> well, to be honest, um, oh, what's his name? Scott from Ten Up, or no, Jake from Ten Up, uh, the CEO from Ten Up. He gave a really good talk at Word Sesh on 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 his interview process actually for people he would hire uh, for his company, and I think that would be perfect for for those uh, how you could even weed out people who are, who consider themselves developers as their own, yeah. um, and and I think that's. Uh, I don't know. And again, I think all the stuff that he talked about was was stuff that you'd pick up from being involved in the community, mm-hmm. um, and that would separate you from everyone else and put you way at the top of the list of of developers in your area. Um, and you could be making and charging a lot more money if you if you knew this kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think that's very important, and it's a great talk. I I I don't remember what it was called. Uh. Yeah, no, it's okay. I just. Uh, uh, few minutes ago just got off uh, from interviewing Brent Weaver he's from a site called yougurus.com and oh. he's taking his 15 years of, of selling <clears throat> web stuff um, and running a typical agency and now turning into an informational product for you know yeah. folks like you and I oh. um, and he has this whole process of of interviewing uh, the client you know, well, is this the right client for me? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, do they have, are they a successful company? Because if they're successful, they'll be paying for me. <laughs> they'll be paying the bill exactly. for you. Exactly. Well, um, and they'll understand the value that, that you bring to the table. So that's super important. Yeah, so this this is an, another good tip. I mean, as far as, uh, you definitely need to have some kind of, uh, I see a lot of people who, who don't, aren't clear with what they're delivering, right? So they, they really want to, they want to make a site, WordPress site, and they want to make money. And yeah, they, they, they want it. They, with WordPress, you can make a lot of cool stuff, but if you're not clear with what you're going to make, it, it's it's always like a you know downward spiral. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like you said, I think you can get to the point where you can actually start you know even picking clients that you want, ones that you like. You can start weeding them out as well. Um, and if you're if you're giving something or your client you know something that's clear um, and that you will deliver, they know what they're getting and and. And again, so it's like, oh well, my website doesn't do A, B, and C. Uh, well, we didn't talk about this before. Um, so I think that a lot of people start hating WordPress work because they're not clear with what they're delivering. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, um, it, it definitely does. And, and the reason I, the, how I found Brent was he wrote an article uh, called "Don't Mention WordPress When You're Selling Websites." Yeah. Um, because the client, and you know, maybe nine times out of ten, if they're not specifically, seeking, they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> you know? and, exactly. And I, yeah. get this, I get this question all the time. You know, when we're, you know, WooCommerce <laughs> is our preferred e-commerce platform for when we're, you know, selling e-commerce sites. You know, and the folks are just asking, is it easy to use? Can I sell stuff? <laughs> you know, can exactly. I can I manage inventory? You know, and I don't sit down with them and say, well, let's take a look at, you know, Shopped and WooCommerce. No, I mean, they're not going to care to see all that stuff. Um, as long as they know it, it's it's supported, really what it comes down to uh, for most clients. And uh, I guess I guess another thing I could throw in here, too, would be um, if 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 uh, something that we started doing at WebDev Studios at the time was we were making a lot of cool stuff, again, like, that no one had been doing, and then the client you know, always, if they're not familiar with open source or whatever, they're always, they always want this completely to themselves. So you make something really cool and they're like, well, you can't show this to anyone. And if you do, we'll sue you or whatever. Um, if you have to kind of weigh, like if that's worth it or not, yeah, you might make a lot of money up front. Cool. But is this something that you could give back to the community or even make, you know, another website in the future or, you know, sell this product? Um, so I think that's a decision that, that each, each, you know, if you're freelancing or if you work for a company, have your own company. I think that's a decision you need to make yourself 
if it's worth getting the money up front and just letting it go and that never being seen again or releasing it to the public maybe make a plug and maybe make it you know uh, a self-hosted solution I don't know um, so I think uh, that's that's important and, and I know something like web studios they they started turning down a lot of uh, really cool sites but if they don't want if they can't release it you know in the future or give back to the community is it wasn't worth it to them yeah. um so yeah. one, do you have one example that you remember that was like so cool and they said no you can't you know this is going to be ours when you build it but you know you can't release it to the public there was a couple of cool things we did with uh, wordpress mu at the time um for 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 some real estate companies that were really cool and then it was uh it was really cool stuff at the time and it was like Stuff we were really excited, you know, we could have been, you know, Brad could have been giving uh, WordCamp presentations on this and, and released that as a plugin and it would have been awesome. And again, with that kind of stuff in open source, it's only going to make the product better because not only are you supporting it now, but, you know, it's a, it's a test case for the whole, like the whole WordPress community. If they try it and you can find bugs and it's supported and, and it only makes it better. And for it's hard for people to understand that if, if, if you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so these folks have, must obviously the bigger the bigger client is going to come with some uh, obviously technical chops. So they know what they've kind of conjured up here, and exactly when they're sourcing to you, they're saying, "Look, this is this is good stuff, and we don't want you giving it to our competitors." Basically, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's something that I, you know, I'm, I'm working. I work for Woothings, but I do some freelance stuff on the side, especially because I'm I live in a small town in Norway, and I'm trying to get involved in the community. And I'm making a site for this lady who. Um, she wants a site that that teaches courses, right? It's for um, people who have immigrated to Norway, say from like Somalia or Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, and they don't speak Norwegian and they need to learn like the whole culture and all that stuff. So she wants she wants she contacted me because she knew I was in web development, and she said, you know, Scott, can you make me a site? Um, I, I'm contacting you because I don't I don't want to deal with anyone else, and 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 I don't want you to tell anyone else about this and all stuff. And and then I finally showed her that Sensei, which is something by WooThemes to, uh, to have courses and lessons with with WooThemes and our themes, and also integrates with WooCommerce. And I'm thinking in the back of my head the whole time, like I'm I'm totally using Sensei. I'm totally using Sensei for this because I don't have to make it from the ground up. I know that it's going to be fully supported. And when I told her about this, her first reaction was like. Like I was giving away her secret to like her whole idea about this project and, and I get it. And I think that's how most people think about this. But for me, I'm thinking that one, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to make something awesome because I know it was developed by a lot of people. It's open source. It'll be fully supported. It'll work with WordPress in the next, hopefully, you know, one, two, five years. Um, and she's, you know, she's getting something where if, if I were to, I don't know, drop off the face of the earth, she knew that she knew that as well. So when I finally explained that to her, she got it. And at the same time, I'm saving money because I don't have to develop this from scratch um so do you think we're at a, a at a space in, or at a time in wordpress where some seriously awesome sites can be built for very little money because of themes and plugins that are available yeah like, totally do, do you think some clients are way overthinking about what they actually need to do when yeah totally five plugins and one theme will do it for you Totally. I mean, and again, it's always there's always special you know use cases, um, and that's that's again one of the things that I saw at, at when I worked at Time for EW was they <laughs> they had like an in-house uh, CMS that they made that was ten years old. I don't I don't even know what it was built on, and and they were all about this. They had spent so much money on this thing, and and that's the only thing that they were talking about was because they spent so much time and money. That was the only thing that was outweighing WordPress, which was better. Like right. yeah, they they knew it was better, but it was like. But we spent ten years, and 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 we have everyone that worked here working on this. Like, 
That's crazy. What are we talking about? <laughs> That's crazy. Um, real, real, real brief, and you might not um, see this like I see this, but I see a, um, I see a real. Um, I don't want to use the word threat, but I'll use it for this for this no. instance. I see a real threat coming from WordPress.com uh, in the space of small business hosting <clears throat> design and probably uh, feature plugins that are coming down the pipe, uh, like the restaurant industry, like the hotel well. stuff, like real estate. Um, you know, any thoughts or any any kind of any kind of thoughts behind that and where? Yeah, that I mean. Going? I'm uh, I'm pretty good I'm pretty good friends with with Noel Talk from Happy Tables um, and I think the first the first you know kind of uh, thing was the restaurant thing and everyone was like well is this a direct hit to that and and you you know what I, I don't think so because I think the people who are using WordPress.com is a totally different you know niche or group of people than than would be running a self-hosted so I, I think that WordPress.com does a great job and I think there was a big need for for that. Um, I don't think it's going to like kill off any anything like Happy Tables or any other thing that they release. Like, say, I know they have a uh, an e-commerce solution that they just partnered up with. I'm not sure how that how that's going to work, but that's not going to kill WooCommerce. I mean, it's two totally different things. And I support, you know, I do theme support for for Woo themes on WordPress.com, and it's it's uh, it's a totally different group of people. It's like those people would never be able. To, the the people that want to be on WordPress.org or self-hosted, they're migrating like you know within a week of finding out that this isn't for them, and then the people who who are there need to be there because they can never be on WordPress.org. So, I think it's I think I think it's perfect. I, I mean, I, I think we're at that point where all that stuff is helping grow that exposure. Yeah. Um. To to what WordPress software is either exactly. .com or .org, and you're gonna get somebody interested. It's going to become a household name, if you will, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, where you know, you know people are going to be seeking you out and saying, you know what, I need this thing called WordPress. Can you help me? <laughs> and, exactly. uh, and and then they can get it set up and running. Uh, what's it like working at Woo? Uh, is it uh, fun? Is it exciting? Is it all it's cracked up to be? Yeah, I love it. It's uh, like I said, I, I've I've loved everywhere else I was. I've been I've been working for a lot of different people, um, but I definitely have found a place that that I love, a team that I love. I love. I look forward to every day. Um, it's definitely it was a huge change of pace. Um, I have I have a development background, um, and moving to support was something that I had done in the past. But it was it was kind of like maybe I don't know. Oh, Scott, ten hours a week. Can you can you do this or whatever? But now it's full time, one hundred percent support. Um, yeah, and it's it's some people hate, hate support. I, I think I I talked about this at uh, actually WordCamp Norway this year. Um, I think people view support as like a negative thing, and it's like uh, it means something bad. Like, oh, if you have a lot of support, that means that your product is horrible or whatever. I I don't think that at all. I think support is probably the most important important thing about about your company. To be honest, I mean, you need a good product, but you also need to have you know an awesome customer experience, uh, customer support. So I, I love it. I, I I really enjoy helping people. It's uh, especially with WordPress. So I look forward to you know each each ticket. I'm not trying to or each email that I have with a person. I'm not trying to. Yeah, yeah I, I do have people that I I, I want to have you know close and, and never talk to you again. But I, I I enjoy helping them and and try to point them in the right direction because. Um, Again, I, I've I've received a lot of help in the community, and it's I feel like I'm giving back as well. Um, so yeah, but besides that, WooThemes is great. I love it. Uh, doing a lot of cool and exciting things. WooCommerce has exploded. Um, originally, I was doing 100 percent 
Woo-themed Steam support. Um, and then maybe four or five months in, I kind of, uh, there was a need for, for someone who, well, WooCommerce started exploding and, and support started exploding. And there was a need for another WooCommerce ninja. Um, so I just, I really hadn't used work WooCommerce ever before that. Uh, and I started helping out. And, and, and now I'm 100% WooCommerce and involved with, you know, some patches here and there and, and some extensions. So I love it. It's cool. Nice. Uh, Andrea Rennick from Studio Press. Um, she heads up the uh, community support forum there. And we talked a, a lot about that expectation of, um, you know, folks that are buying, you know, themes and, and plugins might not be, uh, you know, don't, don't have a developer designer background. So their, their expectation is, I bought this theme. Why doesn't it look like the demo? <laughs> I, <laughs> I bought this, you know, I bought WooCommerce. Why aren't people buying stuff from me? Um, you know, do you deal with a lot of that? Um, yeah, so it's it's something I deal with every day, um, maybe every every hour. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, I think, like you said, so so take WooCommerce for example. Uh, we obviously can't support everything possible. Um, WooCommerce should should work with every theme, um, but it doesn't. So if there's a problem, you know, we only support our own theme. So there's people who who see, you know. They go maybe to WordCamp or they go to a site and they see WooCommerce it looks great, and then they're like, okay, well, I want this theme from this from you know say ThemeForest, which has thousands of themes, which maybe have never been even tested with WooCommerce. They get that one, and then they want you know this third-party WooCommerce extension, and then they want WooCommerce, and they they install it, and then it doesn't look anything like they thought that they thought it would, and that happens all the time. But it's like so so for us, we only we only support you know our themes and and, and compatibility with with our themes. Um, so if I get a ticket like that, I, I just I tell them unfortunately, sorry, we, we don't we can't support that. We can't support everything. So, um, but I see it all the time, and that's that's definitely something. I, I'm not happy to say that. You know, I wish I do wish that it worked with everything, but that's not the case. Um, so I, it stinks for the user because they could have spent a lot of money on on that theme and, and those third party extensions. And and again, like you said, I don't I'm not sure everyone is educated enough to to know that that they shouldn't work. Um, so you see that a lot. It's it's hard. Um, I, I think just again something that just awareness is something. It's it, everyone's been there. I've been there with almost even with WordPress. I, I've learned a lot of stuff just through trial and error. Then and then people hopefully won't make that mistake again, and and they'll start researching that. Okay, is this compatible with this and stuff like that? So what does what does Woo do for? You know, somebody who buys a theme um, and let's say buys a theme and buys WooCommerce or extensions for WooCommerce to set stuff up and they just simply can't do it. Um, is there like a recommended developer list that they send out? Um, yeah, so so we have we have a uh, and this is something that's that's growing that's that's changing all the time now. You know, WooCommerce is getting bigger and we don't we're seeing new stuff every day. Um, so we have a support policy page, um, which pretty much just says, you know, we can't we can't support things that that aren't out of the box. We would love WooCommerce to do everything. You know, people have crazy ideas, and I would, you know, I see ideas all the time. I'm like, you know what, that would be that would make WooCommerce a hundred times better. Obviously, we can't do that right now. If you have an idea, you can submit it to the ideas forum, um, which is something we look at all the time. Um, and and a lot of that stuff does make it to be an extension or into core WooCommerce. Um, but besides that, if it's something that's like, you know, out of left field, that's specific to someone's site, uh, or, you know, we really don't do that much customization work anymore. We have an affiliate Woo workers list, uh, which is a group of, you know, developers or shops, WordPress shops that we think, you know, th could do the job. And, and we have a list there and we have, uh, we have a community forum, which is just like, you know, a regular forum for people to help each other out. And we also have, um, I think it's, uh, Codable and Tweaky. 
uh, to other sites for which is worth it. I mean, you can do a lot of stuff, you know, pretty pretty cheap that that would take you a long time, you know, a couple of days to figure out on your own, and you, they would do it for you know maybe twenty thirty bucks. So yeah. I think it's totally worth it to to do that kind of stuff. So awesome, awesome. Um, uh, last question of the formal interview. Uh, if you could go back in time, one year, two, uh, five years, or ten years, any key ingredients or process you think you would change if you had to do it all over again? That's a very good question. Uh, like I said, I feel that actually, I feel that at that time I was at the right place in the right time. Um, I think my involvement in the community uh, then it was was at the highest it ever was. So I feel actually like I if I could I, if I could go back in time, I'd want to go back then because I've kind of I, yeah I've done the WordPress Norway uh, WordCamp and the word such thing, but I feel like I've kind of dropped away from the community. So so definitely if I could go back, I would go back probably to the beginning. Uh, I was going to a lot of WordCamps. I think my first year with, with Brad and WebDesk Studios, we went to, I want to say, eight WordCamps. Wow. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> it was crazy. It was good times. So Nice. Uh, I guess the real burning question is where will Scott be next in the world uh, in another year from now or, or, or 10 years? Uh, somewhere tropical next, I think, is where, is where you should head. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm missing warm weather. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. So uh, let's go to the next segment called What's in Your Toolbox? What piece of software besides WordPress uh, or hardware do you use on a daily basis, like an Evernote, a Gmail, an iPad? It's <clears throat> a good question. So, uh, I, I I guess I'll pull a plug for Text Expander. I use that all the time. Uh, it's it's something that makes my my daily life much much easier in the support world. Uh, it's I'm, I can see I have a lot of people making making use of it. So it's just uh, an app on the Mac that you can kind of create uh, hot or short codes or hotkeys for text snippets. Whether that be a subject line for a email or a support ticket or a, a footer or anything really, so we use it all the time with WooCommerce support. And again, I, I try not to use it that much because it's pretty impersonal, and I like to be <coughs> as <coughs> personal as I can in, in my responses. So I try not to be a robot, I guess. <laughs> but Text Expander makes my life a lot easier. Where we have, I don't know, sentences, paragraphs of text that I don't have to keep typing. You know. I don't know. My fing my fingers might fall off if I have to do that. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, <laughs> uh, what support system do you guys use? Is it custom or is it? No. So we had a custom. We had something custom that worked very well. I guess until WooCommerce exploded, um, we needed to expand. Uh, so when I first started working for WooThemes, it was custom developed by the team, and then we moved to User Voice for a while, and that wasn't. That was awesome. I liked user voice, but <clears throat> it didn't have a community, community forum, which was something everyone missed. So our old solution was a forum, and then we moved to user voice, which was just ticketing, and then now Zendesk we use, uh, which is kind of the best of both worlds, I guess. Yeah, so. nice. Very nice. Uh, we'll jump into the lightning round. We'll ask you a series of quick questions. You have a series of quick answers. Cool. The one plugin you cannot live without. WooCommerce, I guess. <laughs> I knew but, that but, but uh, yeah, okay. So that's that's uh, something I can't live without with work. But uh, if I were to set up a site, I couldn't live without. It's a good question. I I just answered. Someone asked me this. Uh, the best, say, even three plugins now is is hard to answer because WordPress is being used for so much stuff. It's not just a blogging platform anymore. So I would say, I would say Jetpack. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I don't need with Jetpack, but it's something I probably would never install a site without. So. Nice. Uh, favorite WordPress or business book? Huh. 
another good question. Favorite book would be Professional WordPress by or co-authored by Brad Williams. I think he just released a new a new version of it. Mm -hmm. uh, a quote that you live or run your business by. Hard questions. <laughs> <laughs> a quote. Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head, actually. That's the, oh. that's the stress of the lightning round. Uh, the best business or career advice you ever received? So it wasn't it wasn't directly, um, but indirectly was I guess even was through Brad Williams was to be uh, just to see him involve his involvement with the community and and what he got back from that was something that I tried to apply to myself at the time and still do every day and it's only you know I've only benefited from it so it's uh, something I strive to do each and every day so nice uh, the <laughs> longest a client project has ever taken the longest client project has ever taken uh, it's still going on at this time but I have dropped off of the project but uh, I'd say over uh, a year and a half <laughs> <laughs> bad. Our, my previous guest Brent has has the highest running record of five years. Wow! Uh, somebody who has not finished uploading all of their e-commerce stuff. Um, <laughs> if you had to switch to another CMS, what would it be? I would. I would. I would. Uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who should I interview next? Who should you interview next? I think you should interview. Great question. Uh, hmm. You should interview Brad Williams. Nice. Yep. I will try to get him on the phone, Definitely. on the Skypes. Yep. Um, what's the one question that I didn't ask you that I should have? The one question you didn't ask me that you should have. Um, dude, these are hard. These are hard questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. These are like questions that you'd ask me in an email and I'd take like five days. To <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't send them in email. Then they'd say no. I don't ever want to do the show. Uh, okay, so uh, I guess questions about WordSesh. That's probably one of the one of the most exciting things I've done yeah, in a while. Absolutely right. So. Let's, let, let, I did say we we're going to talk about that more. So what's up next for uh, WordSesh? Um, well, it was a huge success, I think. I, I, I've been meaning to write a, a blog post um about it and, and the success and kind of the, the back end of what happened and how it all went down. Um, and I, and I, again, I think, I think I, I got a lot of positive feedback. Some cool stuff that I saw was, it was about, so it was 24 hours, one session every hour, about, I don't know, I would say 30 speakers involved and all online. So the craziest thing was every, every presentation started on time for the most part, maybe the two minutes late. Um, so that's even hard to do at a WordCamp with, I don't know, 10 tracks. <laughs> so to have this online where people could have, you know, wherever they were, internet connectivity issues or just not just forgetting about it because they have no commitment. So it, it worked flawlessly there. Um, and then we had, I'd say, 3,000 unique viewers um, for the 24 hours, which is crazy. That's like uh, really, really cool. Um, and it was free. And it was something in 80 different countries. So that was kind of my, my biggest, like, or my biggest goal. I didn't, I didn't know what to expect, but I really wanted to reach not just the United States and Europe, kind of anywhere that was online at the time and knew what was happening. So it, I think definitely the U.S. and Europe was one of the biggest uh, audiences, but I 
feel like we were successfully reaching a, a pretty, I don't know, big range of countries. Was this your was this your brainchild? This is something that you thought. Yeah, of? this is something I thought of. Is uh, so WordCamp Norway. We actually had um, John James Jacoby. Yep. He was. I, I had sent out speaker invites, and and I had seen this somewhere before. Someone, I think, at a meetup, skyped in, and it worked great. And I'm like, hey, listen, we just won't tell anyone that you're not going to be there until it happens. I don't think anyone cares. You're going to be there. You're going to be presenting. No one really cares that you're there or not. Yeah, I would like to have you know some drinks with you at the after party, but that's not possible. People will still learn, so we'll just throw you up on a present uh, the screen, and and it worked great, and people loved it. <laughs> then I think last, you know, since I'm not involved in the community, I can't fly all these places now in the States and meetups and stuff. So I'm like, you know what? I really want to do something. I have an itch to do something. Let's do, let's try this 24 hours of WordPress presentations for free online. And yeah. <laughs> do you, do you so, consider yourself an entrepreneur? Uh, no, I, I, I don't. I, I, I have like itches all the time to do stuff and, and to make it happen. I think I fail miserably at, at launching products or, yeah. or things or ideas that I have. <clears throat> I think I've been better at doing events than, than actual like products. Um, and that's, again, that's cool with, with one of the things where I, I kind of got out of freelancing goes back to this was I like being a part of a team that we make something awesome rather than I think doing it on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's a struggle. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you, let me, here's my, um, this is my, unedited version uh, of my review of you as an entrepreneur. This is all bonus material, folks, by the way. <laughs> Usually we end the show by now. So when I, so over the last six months of me doing the show and uh, just creating word, seeing more and more WordPress media coming out, um, and then the whole, um, you know, is WordCamps enough, right? Should there be, you know, something else, uh, some other WordCamp, or WordPress-based uh, event, and then you had um, Pressnomics come yeah. out, which is all about like the business side of, of WordPress. Um, and now all this chatter about, hey, there should be some more business tracks at WordCamps and all this stuff. So then, you know, my brain, my entrepreneurial brain starts going. It's like, okay, you could have these events. Why not have a $500 WordPress event where people are learning stuff and interactive? I mean, if it's worth 500 bucks worth and all this stuff, and then, then all of a sudden, WordSesh comes out. So... I see this as not only did you say, you know what, WordCamps are great, but I can't, I can't get to the United States. Maybe I'll hold one in New York and see how many people I can get. Eh, maybe I'll hold one in the United Kingdom and see how many people I can get. Ah, you know what, let's just tie the whole world together. <laughs> oh, and let's not stop there. Let's have 24 hours live stream event, right? That doesn't stop. So now you have the whole world in this one session. I mean, you went from... Like, no one could ever top that now, right? Like, well, what else could you do? You'd have to do 48 <laughs> hours, right? But people can't live for 48 hours without stopping, right? Except for you. Uh, I think that you just totally brought it. I thought I think you brought WordPress. Um, you took it and turned it into media because it was live streamed. You blew away any WordCamp, you know, attendance record, right, with three over 3,000. Um, and you kept peop- you kept the whole world up. For 24 hours, and it's <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> it was it was really cool. I, and again, I had I had a I had a lot of people. I told the idea, and and, and a lot of people were just like, "That ah, won't work," or you know, "It's not that cool." And and that kind of stuff, kind of, I don't know, makes you doubt kind of your ideas. And it, will, will it work? I don't know if it was going to work, but mm-hmm. uh, I think that just trying. I had nothing to lose. There was no 
there was no overhead. There was no, I mean, I didn't spend, the only thing I, I paid for was a server and, right. and my sleep that I didn't get, which yep. was valuable. <laughs> Shaved off a couple hours of your life, but that's okay. Uh, no, but I mean, that's, that's exactly what entrepreneurs hear all the time. It's not going to work. You can't do it. No one's going to be interested. And then your brain is saying, eh, is anybody going to want this? Do people really need this? Mm. But then if you launch and get it out there and then you see the tremendous results, you know, then it speaks for itself. So tremendous job, my friend. Tremendous job. Thanks, man. All right. If people want more awesome interviews like this, mattreport.com, mattreport.com slash subscribe. We want to say thanks to Scott for doing this episode. Scott, where can people find you on the web? You can find me at twitter.com slash scottbaskard at scottbaskard.com. And my email is scott.b at woothemes.com. Nice. And in one year when we get Scott back after Word Sesh 2.0, he might be living on an island somewhere <laughs> working for every single WordPress agency in the world. <laughs> All right, Scott. Thanks a lot. All right, Matt. Thank you. Cheers, bud. Thanks.